0: Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And we're continuing with the series that I started looking towards very successful leaders like Warren Buffett and Peter Thiel and other investors like that and see what they have said to their investors, to their shareholders and so forth. And so one of the um, statements that I find pretty interesting and that we should probably consider is... Price is what you pay and value is what you get. And so if you look at that as a foundational principle, what does it really mean? So I've said a couple of times in articles and podcasts and so forth that there is way too little conversation about the loss of the purchasing power or the value of money. So when we look at price is really how many colorful little pieces of paper with numbers printed on it do we have to give to receive something and in our case since we're talking about investing to receive an asset so if you take as as one of the foundational things the consideration of how much has it and does it take to buy a house so if you think about it right now the average price is right around four hundred thousand dollars for a single-family residence in the United States and the price for an ounce of gold is about two thousand dollars so that means if you had 200 ounces of gold you would basically have the equivalent of the price of a house now let's go all the way back to when gold was disconnected from our money, from the US dollar in 1971, in a kind of raid overnight by then President Nixon, just announcing out of the blue that the US dollar would no longer be connected to gold. And at that time, the equivalency between the dollar and gold was $35 per ounce. So if you take $35, Times 200, then you add 7,000, right? Like 35. Uh, yeah, 7,000. Now, could you find a house for $7,000? I don't know exactly. We would have to look it up. But from all I can find, is somewhere around 200 ounces plus or minus is what the average house has cost. Right. So then you have to ask yourself, how much do I have to work? And that is, if you have grandparents or parents that were basically working in the 1970s, you will find out that they could live in a family with one or two or three kids, and one person was working. And the so-called American dream with the white picket fence was that that one working person, the head of household, as it was oftentimes called, would be able to make enough money to ultimately get into home ownership. The wife typically stayed at home and raised the kids. And they could actually pay off that house with a 30-year mortgage. And when they retired, they owned a house free and clear. That was absolutely possible. I wouldn't want to say the norm, but very possible in the 70s. And you look at the situation today, it's not possible. Is the reason that it's not possible because houses are really so much more expensive? Is the reason that it takes so many more ounces of gold to buy a house? No, it's still about 200, 250 ounces. The reason is that the value of money has deteriorated massively, like 95 plus percent. And the wages that we get for our work, even though we are, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 times more productive with every hour of work that we do these days than they were in the 1970s, we don't get 20, 30, 50 times more money. And that means we get way less little colorful pieces of paper that we can live off and then hopefully put something aside so ultimately to be able to get into a house. That's why for us as investors, if you are one of the lucky people who have such a good income that you can actually put money aside or you made some good uh, investments that allowed you to have extra money, disposable income, then you should invest it in valuable assets like real estate because, as you can tell, real estate Retains its value gold coins retain their value, but the little pieces of paper with numbers printed on them don't So that's why Warren Buffett says you pay a price In money, but what you want to get is value and ideally I can combine it with another statement That he said to his shareholders a few years ago and that is that the ideal time for holding the assets that we pay with money is forever and that is my mantra too, to buy the assets. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the house at a particular address needs to stay in your portfolio forever. It could, but what it means is if you ever decide you want to get rid of one of those houses at a particular address, you want to exchange it for another house basically in a similar way. And there's a video and an article and stuff about 1031 exchanges so you don't have to pay taxes on the gains, on the on the profits that you make. But you want to keep your portfolio of real assets as long as possible, ideally forever. So that's my message. Keep in mind what we are doing to get an asset, to buy an asset, is we pay a price. And what we want to get with that asset is value that lasts ideally forever. So if that sounds interesting to you, if you want to become uh, somebody in our community who is accumulating assets to get more and more of them and ultimately get enough passive income out of those assets so that you don't have to actually spend your time working anymore, then please go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button to book a call and let's have a conversation about it, how you can pay a price and get value and how you might actually want to exchange some of the things where you have paid a price and didn't get value into the assets that we are actually providing and the relationships that we're providing to you. So I look forward to that conversation and until then be well, stay safe and i talk to you tomorrow.